I'm fertile and I pack a punch and I get the job done. And there's a lot of me to go around. The following program is in no way representative of the high quality programming usually heard on the Maverick Radio Network. The views expressed and fishing techniques demonstrated are not endorsed by this station. The following is not a news broadcast. Mom, welcome. Son, how you doing? I'm so great. Where's your mom? She's probably at home right now. It's the five count. It's Mother's Day, son. Can you believe it? it? Isn't it tomorrow, Mother's Day? Well, yeah, but it's Mother's Day weekend. Some of us who love our mothers and care and give a darn celebrate not just on one day, but all year round. It's, wait, all year? Yes. So what's the point of the day then? Well, it's uh, kind of like Earth Day. It's every day, son. It's a state of mind. So do you do something extra special then on this day? You know, I am extra special every day, so sometimes my extra special seems average. But then when you compare it to somebody apparently like you, for instance, then it's way extra special. Wow. Because yours is just so lackluster. Wow. Well, okay then. But it's fine. (laughs) It's fine. I mean, your mom still has me. She does. So she still has you. Not a complete waste. Dude, he, I'm having troubles. I'm having troubles this year. Like, what am I going to do? I've got to do stuff. I feel like we got to do something extra special for the mother that's in my household, the wife, my wife. Okay. Because she's like, has another uh, baby growing inside of her right now. So <laughs> Wait a second. What? Yes. Is this an exclusive announcement? It's an exclusive announcement. There's going to be a second child in my family. Another junior ton? There it could be a junior ton Man, this I, time. I wish I would have had the breaking news sound effect. <laughs> I didn't know this was happening tonight. <laughs> what a It's a Mother's Day miracle. Yeah, so now I feel like I got to do something extra special and I have no idea what that is that that should be. Ah, uh, well, it's uh, in roughly 12 hours from now, so you might want to start brainstorming. Dust, it's Wednesday. I'm pulling back the curtain. It's Wednesday. We're pre-recording this, and you got time. You still have time to give me advice and figure out things that I should do. Me? Yes. Oh, um, maybe you could sing a song. We could record it. Okay. And you could play it kind of like a la Jesse Katsopoulos. Really? On Full House. Something like, Mama, ooh, I uh, didn't mean to feed the cats. No, not like that. Oh, okay. Like what? 
I was thinking like uh, something similar, but a lot better. Really a lot better than yeah. Can I say on a side note, unrelated to Mother's Day? Uh-huh. This is the five count, by the way. Is anyone else out there extremely sick and tired of Queen? What happened here in the last five years where every what time you, you turn around and leave the house and do anything, you hear Queen somewhere? When did this happen? I don't hear Queen everywhere. What are you talking about, dude? I hear Queen nonstop everywhere. Everywhere? All the time. Where are you going exactly? It's on TV. It's on the radio. It's in the background of everything that I always do. People are singing it. I hear it like uh, in my sleep. Freaking Queen. Everywhere. Doesn't need to be. That's weird. I never hear Queen anywhere. So when I do hear it, I'm like... Oh, it's cool. Some queen. Except I do think it's really strange how much my dad loves that that bike song. Bicycle. I want to ride my bicycle. He loves that song. Like, he gets excited and dances around and sings. That's weird, Tom. That I want to ride my bicycle. Oh, I'm I want to ride my bike. See, more queen. And I'm like, dude, you don't even have a bicycle. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> dude, you don't even have a bike. I've never, I haven't seen you ride a bicycle in like tens of dozens of years. Why don't you get your dad a bike for Mother's Day? That seems ridiculous. Well, that doesn't solve your problem, I'm realizing He's now. He's got but... like 14 motorcycles. So, I mean, what is he, he'll probably laugh at my bike offering and then he'll walk away and sing his song and. I don't know. It's just an odd scenario. And he'll refer to you as a fat-bottomed girl. He probably would do that. That's what happened Wouldn't to Tony past him when he was a child. That's why he is the way he is. Yeah. His dad was always calling him a fat-bottomed girl. <laughs> That's probably, probably close to that, yeah, actually. Well, Tony, I got to tell you something. Uh, no one's going to laugh at tonight's exclusive interview. We've got a big one, one that is guaranteed to wow all the moms out there wow them yeah and it's probably gonna wow a couple dads and maybe even the cold dead black heart of ton himself can i tell you that barry goodrow original guitar player for boston what is dude? on the program tonight boston all moms love boston that's actually true dude it's science yeah my three-year-old daughter loves boston even what i know that's ridiculous it's more than a feeling ton it is so much more than a feeling dude right now wow barry goodrow on the program tonight this is super exciting he's got a new band called barry goodrow's engine room engine room i've got a new album called the road wow wow and uh, he's on the program tonight. That's amazing. We've also got some songs for your mom. A lot of moms love the five count, obviously. Yeah. A lot of people probably became moms when the five count was on in the background. Yeah, that was a that was like a whole string of stuff happening back in the day. Maybe Ton knows your mom in that special way. There was like people calling in from the lookout, the lookout point, getting ready to become moms. They're calling us. They just needed to hear Ton's voice to get something. them to get them prepped. It was yeah, it was really something back then. Wow. Well, just think of that, Ton. Uh, this show has been on so long that it's possible that there could be uh, some moms out there that were in diapers when you first started. That's also weird. That's well, it's weird. 
it's a weird show, Ton. And you're a weird man, and that's what makes it happen. The it's magic weird. that is. <laughs> it's the weirdness that makes it work. So it's Mother's Day. We've got plenty of mom songs. We've got plenty of Boston. We've got uh, Ton, who is basically your mom's idea of the ultimate ideal Tiger Beat pinup. It's really true. I'm going to be honest with you. I get a lot of seriously hard looks from moms every day. Like I'm just walking around at work and there's moms there and they look at me and it's like they can't even stop. Like it's searing, searing looks. I don't know what it is. I do. And I think you do too, Tom. You're just being modest <laughs> or mom, mom, momist. I thought I had something there. Right. That's why Good. moms don't look at me the same way because I'm dumb. You're not dumb. Well, Nobody thinks you're dumb dust. And if you think you're dumb, then you're dumb. I'm not not dumb. Well. Hey, you'd be dumb to change the channel right now because yeah, the five would. count is in the house. Do kids still say that? <laughs> it's in the house. In the house. Yeah, it's they say that as much as they say raise the roof. We've got uh, five count mailbag questions, Ton. We'll go back in five count history. We'll play some songs for your mom. We'll do all sorts of stuff and we'll do it tonight. I'm excited. And then Ton will be by later. To give your mom a gift. He's still not sure what to get because he's got so many gifts to give Mm -hmm. because of all the gifts that he did give, you know, back in the day. (laughs) Nine plus months ago. Ridiculous. So now it's like he's got a whole, it's like Christmas part two for Ton. This is the big night, the big weekend for Ton. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ton doesn't have his headphones, so I won't play the oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tony, you want to hear a song for your mom? I do. Uh, I have a couple, and then we'll come back, and maybe we can call your mom. Happy Mother's Day. Is your mom awake? Sure. Good. Tell her I'll be on the horn here shortly. You know, old friend, we've been together for a long, long time. We've eaten ice cream, played Little League, smoked our first cigarette together. But there's something I have to tell you. It's really important that I tell you now, before you hear it from someone else. So I hope it's okay with you. I love your mom, and I don't care who knows. She looks good in her fishnet pantyhose. I love your mom, yeah, it's the truth. We once got busy in a telephone booth Don't be so sad I'll let you call me dad Don't be so sad I'll let you call me dad I love your mom Yeah, the rumors are true We've been going 
Sunday afternoon And how I dread the words I know she'll say She'll ask me when I'm coming home I'll answer pretty soon But I know I'm just her mommy for a day She's much too young to realize why mommy can't come home And that her daddy wanted things this way We kiss goodbye and my heart breaks to walk away alone To have to be a mommy for a day They lied and ruined our home Oh, why did he believe the things that say? I pray in time he'll change his mind And take me back once more Then I'll not be a mommy for a day She's much too young to realize why mommy can't come home And that her daddy wanted things this way We kiss goodbye and my heart breaks to walk away alone To have to be a mommy for a day Although she isn't much to look at And though she isn't very bright I love her, I love her, oh boy how I love her Cause she lets me watch her mom and pop fight To see a lamp go through a window And watch him kick and scratch and bite I love her, I love her, oh boy how I love her Cause she lets me watch her mom and pop fight And Friday night it's something wonderful to see When a pop comes home it only half is check We split a candy bar and watch World War III It's got neck and feet to heck I'm gonna make that gamma steady Because they're at it every night I love her, I love her, oh boy how I love her Cause she lets me watch her mom and pop fight Fight fast, here we go, it's round three. Mom comes out and goes right to the mouth and a lift the pop checkbook. Pop goes a hard jab to the head, one to the sink. A short hook to the shins and an uppercut to the small of the brain. My mom and pop is in trouble. The crowd is cheering. What a fight, what a fight. And Friday night is something wonderful to see. When her pop comes home with only half his check. We split a candy bar and watch World War III. It's got neck. Gonna make that gamma steady 
Because they're at it every night I love her, I love her Oh boy, how I love her Cause she lets me watch her mom and pop fight Yes, she lets me watch her mom and pop fight Oh, she lets me watch her mom and pop fight Eight, nine, ten, you're out! Hey, this is Tun's mom, and you're listening to The Five Count. I never actually listened to it myself, but I'm sure it doesn't suck that bad. Won't you buy? Your mama won't. 
Some attention more than I can mention. I wanna be mama all the time. I'm a big baby, great big baby. 
what? She was the only scam one, baby. <laughs> man, was we crazy? Yeah, man, give me that devil, fellas, little sonny. And Jake and they, what? Remember the schoolyard days? Yeah. We had to take you home, man. You were proud of it, man. Oh, man, a better day. Lord, Hey, but listen. Yeah. Remember uh, when we used to run around there? Still the hubcaps off the car. What you talking about? His batteries? We lucky we ain't get busted, man. Listen. Then I say, here comes the fun. Hey, Bird, what color would you come to me? That tender line. Oh, man. Oh, man. But dig this here. Now, see, when all that gang war was going on, I'll tell you one thing I never forget. There was that. See, when I got home, first thing I would hear is, what? Damn. Yeah. Where you been, boy? That's it. That's it. I said, I was out with Sonny Bird and little Sonny. Put it all on us. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had to put it on somebody. <laughs> hey, Phil, what your mama say? She said, boy, now I'm going to tell you. What? You know you getting big now. Yeah. You got to watch the things that you doing out in that street. Right. And you go to jail. Right. And I'm going to tell you something, man. Mama wasn't wrong. No. But what about Pop? Oh, we ain't talking about Pop. No, man. Pop, Pop was all right. Pop, 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 was, Pop was hanging out, you yeah, know. Out. <laughs> I think Pop was drinking more wine than we used to <laughs> <laughs> I know my pop did. Yeah. My pop hung right over with you, boy. Yeah. Stay out all night. Come on, clothes on, ring a look, lip balls all on them. <laughs> hey, son. Uh, I remember your mom took them good home cooked bits of it. Mr. Green? Oh, man. Boy, your mama sure cooked Hey, Ton, we're back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, welcome back, and happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. That was some songs for your mom. Listen, happy Mother's Day to my mom and yours, Dust. Thank you. And, you know, my mom's mom, God rest her soul. You mean your grandma? Yes. Usually we call them, where I come from, we call those grandmas. Yes. She's passed on. And Granny, who we lost... Uh, last year. Yeah, that's a nice one. Do you have anything fun and uplifting to say, or do you just want to keep sending us down? I just said a nice thing to my wife. Happy Mother's Day to my wife. I don't do that very often these days. Happy Mother's Day. Probably supposed to do that a lot more often. Happy Mother's Day to Heather, first of all. Well, third or 18th of all, whatever I'm on. Happy Mother's Day, Heather. And you know, so many mothers. To Lori, Twitter Lori, Lori Down Ceramics. Go there right now. Just buy something to give to her for Happy Mother's Day. I didn't realize so many moms were such big fans of... I mean, I knew they were fans of you, but I didn't know they were big fans of the show. Yeah, dude, yes. They're listening every week, Dust. That's incredible. I know. Well, I mean, except my wife and my mom. Just think of all the teenage mothers out there 
when they started listening to this show that are now in their 30s. Happy Mother's Day to all of you. You've made some bad choices, <laughs> obviously. Continuing to listen to this show is not one of them. Oh, So keep oh, up the good work. Oh, nice. You're on the right track. There's hope to turn it around at some point. Any other mothers out there, happy Mother's Day if you're listening. Nikki, I don't know if you're a mom or what. I can't remember if we discussed that. She is a mom, and you know why I know? How do you know? Guess what her son's name is. Oh, man. It's a real dumb name. Dustin. <laughs> who, names, who names their kid Dustin? <laughs> Complete idiots. I mean, not a really smart people, I mean. Oh, that kid probably had a rough go of things on the playground. I know that much. So now we're getting a little bit Freudian again. We're coming back around to the psychiatrist's couch. Son, I don't know what you're talking about, but I do know we've got an exclusive interview tonight with guitarist Barry Goudreau from Boston. I love this idea. It's more than a feeling, Ton. It really is, I'm dude. talking like uh, smoking, hitching a ride. Yes. Peace of mind. Dude, I'm excited. And I'm so excited. Ton's favorite song and his motto, his credo, foreplay slash long time. Yes, dude. Moms, you know what I'm talking about? Yes, dude. I am into it. I'm thinking, you know, what the heck, let's just play the entire album tonight. Dude, yes. You're on my same wavelength right now. That's exactly what needs to be done. That album was bought by every person on the planet. I know. There's one in my house. It's in my house right now. There's one in everyone's house. It's ridiculous. Even if you just moved in. Look around for a while. I bet you find a copy. Dude, it's even on vinyl at my house. Can you believe it? Ton's all about the vinyl. Actually, Ton's all about telling people he has vinyl. That's the most important part of owning vinyl is being able to tell others. I really don't tell anyone that ever except for just now, but Yeah, but everyone is listening, so everyone heard it, Ton. (laughs) You are right. That is the only thing I'm interested in is people knowing at least that I own vinyl. Hey, speaking of vinyl, congrats to Ton for once again single-handedly crushing the KMSU pledge drive goal. You did it, buddy. You're welcome. I knew you could do it. Thank you so much. You know, it's uh, it never ceases to amaze me year after year. Ton just keeps coming in the clutch. <laughs> coming through, that is. Yeah. Yes. You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying, moms. I made uh, an announcement on the uh, social media sites uh-huh. saying, hey, mom, call in. So far, I haven't heard anything, but we'll see. We'll see. Might have some moms calling in later. Nice. Ton, I do have a five-count mailbag question from someone who has a mom. Let's hear it. It's from Billy Floyd Shouts. His mom's pretty nice. She makes some, some real good salsa. Never met her, but she gives me gifts and things. Well, she did help produce uh, a fine young gentleman yeah, known as did. Billy Floyd Shouts. I guess that makes her Mrs. Shouts. Yeah, Mrs. Shouts. That's great. Not sure why I just put two and two together there, but <laughs> here we are. Can I say before I read this question, uh, Ton and I switched set up here uh, during the musical break and we have different headphones now i have these little ones that go in my ear Uh and the bass of my own voice is about to blow my damn head off (laughs) awesome and i don't think there's any way to shut that down way to go dude it's very distracting is this what i sound like to other people when they're wearing headphones yep that's terrible or really good people like bass dust people love it 
Maybe you and I your wish I had happy hardcore bass. friends. I wish I had more bass in my voice. It's all about that bass, Ton. I know. Well, they'll drop for you someday, Ton, and you'll be uh, up here in the big league. I can only hope. But in the meantime, uh, think about this. I am currently watching Young Rock. Fun little show about the life of some wrestler named Dwayne. There's a TV show about The Rock. I didn't know this. Young Rock. Young Rock. The character of his mom is the highlight of the show. My question is, who is your all-time favorite TV mom? Signed, William Floyd Shouts. Goldberg's. That's it. I thought it'd take you a little longer, but you already had it. Right there. Boom. Done. What is it about her that makes uh, her your favorite TV mom? Dude. There's not even everything. The mom on the TV. So, I mean, I don't know the actual mom. I know it's like depicted after a real mom. Beverly Goldberg. Uh, But the actress, um, the character, the whole thing, the hair, the outfits... The way she just wants to smoochy smooch everybody all the time. Love it. I love the whole thing. I love it. She's hilarious. She's fun. She cares about you and her children. I love it. Her hair? Did I say her hair? You probably did, but I figured that was the go-to. Oh. Well, that's great, Ton. Not sure that I know which one I'm going to pick. Dude, that's an easy answer right there. Beverly Goldberg. I was if thinking. If there was a show with Chaka Khan as someone's mom, I would choose her for sure. Because her hair is probably the pinnacle. Of mom hair? Maybe. Of ju- or just hair in general? I don't know. I just, I've been on a Chaka Khan kick and I just can't get over her hair. I, th- I mean, you want to talk about humongous hair? Hers is the, the business. What do you think Mrs. Khan's hair looks like? I don't know. No idea what, what her hair looked like once upon a time. My mom's hair used to be pretty huge and curly. Is awesome. Oh, I remember, Ton. More than you know. <laughs> so what's your answer here? I gave an answer, point blank, solid. This is a solid answer, even though Billy Floyd shouts is definitely going to be like, you're wrong, you're wrong, because Ton only likes women that are blonde and blah, blah, blah. He's going to do that to me. Is that your impression of Floyd Shouts? Well, only when he's making fun of me. Otherwise, he's like a totally nice, normal dude to everyone else. But to me, that's what he does. Don't you think that's probably just because he likes you yeah, that he, much more? he like likes me. It's probably what's happening. Your Which relationship is, is extra special. I'm just throwing it back at him a little bit. I'm just saying that's definitely what's going to happen. And now you're slyly not giving an answer. When you could give any answer... You could say, like, anything. You could say Johnny Five is the best mom on television ever, and he'd be like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. You're right, You're right, Dust. Love you, buddy. <laughs> That's what would happen. I'm like the mother of public radio, yeah. in a sense. You could say anyone. I was thinking of uh, the mom from Family Ties, Meredith Baxter-Burney. All right. You know what I'm talking about? I think so. Elise Keaton. Okay. I don't think I know that show as well as you do. Or possibly Stewart's mom on Beavis and Butthead. She seems nice. Yeah, that's a good one. 
I would have said the Goldbergs, but you stole that, so I had to think of something else. Oh, I was too quick to the punch there. That's what my mom told me. Goldbergs. See, that ton's going to disregard that comment. <laughs> but I know. Yes. Why would my mom be discussing that with me? I don't know. And That's I, weird. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's not something I relish, but we do have uh, a different relationship, I guess, than uh-huh. most. You know, I tried to just skirt over it and leave it in the past, but you seem to keep wanting to just drudge through it. Do you have your new glasses on right now? Dude, you have new glasses on right now, and I couldn't tell because you were absolutely right. It's almost 100% like the glasses you had before. That is ridiculous. Ton, you, we've been together for seven hours. You need to go to therapy to find out how to deal with change, Dusty. I think this is a real thing. Why do I need to change everything all the time? If I find something that works, why can't I just stick with it? I mean, you can, but it's also okay to try to... What if... Okay, so what would happen if they stopped making that frame? These are different frames. These would are a little more a square. The other ones were... A bit round because they were one of four that I could choose from yeah. from the suck bucket at Shopco Optical yeah. 12 years ago for people who didn't have insurance. Yeah. These are very rectangular. They look better because they're at least like closer to the same width as your face, your head. What are you saying, Don? They look like they fit you better. Are you, are you saying that perhaps fat-headed people don't have a right to see? No. Not at all. Maybe I was just projecting that then. Yeah, maybe. I'm saying they make a lot of different size glasses, and you need to find kind of the right size that fits. Everyone needs to do that for their face. It's really trendy right now, especially for women, to buy glasses that are like five times bigger than their face, and that seems to be like the in look. But it's not not so much my thing. Anyway, you got your new glasses on dust. Way to go, dude. You look fantastic. Thank you. I can finally see what all the fuss is about. But they look so much like the other ones, really, honestly, very close, that it took me this long to notice it, 100%. I had to be looking at your face directly for long periods of time, longingly looking into your eyes to then notice. Okay. How do you feel about them? Do you like them? You know, I did right up until those comments that you just made. Now yeah. I'm kind of feeling a little uneasy. You have spring hinges? I don't. You think I need those? Is this another fat head joke? No. Why is it that I can't just have a giant head? Dude, you have a child, and I know this. Kids, like, you start wrestling around, and your glasses get knocked all over the place, and spring hinges are the lifesaver, dude. They're the lifesaver. Listen, Ton, maybe you get beat up by children, but not me. I never leave my feet. Dust, I've seen you playing with your son and get your glasses bonked off your head. I've seen they were your other glasses had tape on them and stuff. This don't try to play this with me. Don't try to play, Tom. <laughs> I've been there. I've seen the thing. Dust. Do you have spring hinges or not? I don't think I do. Oh man. What a serious... Did you need some money? Do you need me to give you some money? Uh, yeah, if you wanted to, that'd be great. Why don't you... Here's an idea, Dust. Why don't you give me your prescription... Okay. ...and your pupillary distance? I don't know what that means, but it sounds like something we shouldn't say on the radio. And then I could order... I could buy you glasses, like, for presents. 
Or other people could. You could post it like on Patreon and people could buy you sets of glasses. There's all these internet sites, Zenny, iBuyDirect, Warby Parker. There's like all these places and people could buy you glasses, subscription sun. Oh, dude, you got subscription sunglasses, didn't you? Where are those? Dust. I need to see the subscription shades. You're going to love you this. Them? You're going to love this ton. Please tell me. They're the exact same frames as oh, these, but really? sunglasses. Are you serious, dude? Yeah. I look like an extra from Top Gun. Wow. Or possibly Airwolf. Or like the, who's the bad guy in the Matrix? That's what they look like to me. Cowboy Curtis? No. No, he was a good guy. Morpheus. I don't think I've seen the Matrix. Who's the guy? Mr. Anderson. Mr. Mister Misty? No, the, the, the bad guy guy. The bad guy. Why? Smith. Is it Smith? It's Smith. That's you dumb. look like him. You got glasses just like he does, So, but his are sunglasses, and so that's what you look like. Thanks. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. But I do know we've got an exclusive interview, Ton, with Barry Goodrow from Boston. Nice. You know Boston? Yeah. The, one of the biggest rock bands on the planet? Yeah, dude. Well, uh, let's get to the interview, shall we? <laughs> We're joined on the phone today by guitarist Barry Goudreau. You might remember him from the band Boston. And right now he's got a new band. It's called Barry Goudreau's Engine Room. And their new album, The Road, is out now. Barry, how you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I am excellent. Thank you so much for taking the time out with me today. Sure. No problem. Well, first, if you can tell us a bit about uh, your new band, Barry Goudreau's Engine Room. You know, for the listeners out there, maybe if they haven't had a chance to check you guys out yet. Uh, sure. Uh, the band includes uh, members from my uh, band RTZ back in the 90s uh, that we had with Brad Delp. It's, uh, Brian Mace uh, plays keys, Tim Archibald on bass, uh, Tony DiPietro on drums. A uh, great group of people. We did our first... Uh, CD in 2017 called Full Speed Ahead, and uh, we just came out with a new CD called The Road. You can check it out at barrygoodrosengineroom.com. <laughs> awesome, yeah, The the Road is out, and I, I've heard the uh, the single Love Will Lead in the Way, and uh, definitely it's uh, it sounds modern, but also you can tell that it's, uh, that it's you playing there as well, so it's got a little for everybody. Well, you know, I was kind of looking back to uh, my early uh, rock influences before, you know, the Boston band took off, uh, you know, Joe Walsh and uh, early Deep Purple, that kind of stuff. So we're kind of kind of going for that early uh, 70s vibe. I think we uh, accomplished that. Awesome. Yeah. Can you talk a bit about, you know, your playing style and some of your influences uh, that you had coming up? I mean... Obviously, you became an influence uh, for a lot of other guitar players uh, who followed you. So, Well, you know, one of my big influences was, was Jeff Beck. Uh, that's funny you should bring it up because I just pulled out uh, the Jeff Beck uh, Truth album and listened to it last night. And, uh, yeah, that was a big one for me. You know, I had been into uh, uh, playing the blues and all of the Chicago blues records. And uh, when Jeff Beck came out, they kind of took the blues and... Uh, kicked it up with big guitars and big drums and uh that was really exciting for me so uh yeah that that uh definitely one of my big influences awesome well again uh, you mentioned this is the uh, second album the road uh, that's out and were you able to 
you know, kind of branch out now that you've, you've got uh, the one album under your belt, kind of do some things maybe uh, that you weren't able to do the first time around? Well, you know, the first record we did was uh, me looking back at my uh, blues influences. So the, the uh, Full Speed Ahead record was uh, more towards the blues end of things. There were some straight-ahead rock songs on there, but I was more giving a nod to my blues roots, and this one is more of a straight-ahead rock record. Uh, I think... Uh, Contemporary classic rock is probably a good description for it. So do you think maybe uh, if things get back to uh, the way they used to be, I guess, if that's even a thing anymore, will, will you be back on the road maybe for the new album? Uh, yeah, actually, we just uh, confirmed our first show August 7th here in, uh, in Boston for our, our CD release. Uh, things are starting to open up here and uh, venues are starting to reopen after a long, long drought, and uh, we're really excited to get out in front of a crowd again, and I'm sure a lot of people are dying to get out and see a live show. Well, and that's got to be um, tough for you. I mean, you've been playing live and, you know, at a major level for a long time, so, I mean, to have a, this kind of uh, downtime here for so long, that's got to be killing you. Yeah, I mean, it's especially difficult for my, my band members who do it, uh, you know, for a living, you know, they don't have the, the cushion that I have. Uh, so it's been tough for them and uh, really looking forward to all of us being in the same room and uh, playing music together. We we uh, had most of the road CD recorded before COVID hit, although we did do some work uh, through the COVID thing. But, uh, uh, you know, it was difficult. It was difficult. It's not, not quite the same. So really looking forward to getting out there. Well, again, uh, that new album, The Road, is out, and it's great that uh, you were able to get that thing out here before uh, you know, everything shut down. I wanted to ask you, of course, about your uh, your days with Boston. Can you describe, you know, what that was like for for you when that first album came out? You know, as a band, I imagine you're hoping maybe you'll sell enough copies to keep you from getting a, a nine to five job. But you know, suddenly every person on the planet seemed to have bought a copy of that album. Well, yeah, it was a shocker for us. Uh, you know, we had been doing demo tapes and uh, chopping, trying to get a record deal for years and years. So, you know, finally in 1975, we got some interest and we're, we're signed to uh, Epic Records. And, you know, we had hoped that we'd sell 200,000 records. We figured if we sold that many records, the record company would allow us to do another record and we might actually have a, a career in music. So when we sold that many records in the first couple of weeks, uh, uh, you know, we were shocked. And honestly, we weren't able to focus on it that much because we were gearing up to, to go out and do shows. And, you know, we didn't have any crew. We didn't have any equipment or any of that stuff. So, you know, we spent the first six months just pedaling as fast as we could to, to try to keep up. So, uh, I mean, it was really later on before it all kind of sank in that, you know, how incredibly successful the, the record had been. Well, I think I've heard at least one song from that album on the radio, you know, probably every day for the last 40 years. Did you? Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the, the staying power on it is just amazing, just totally amazing. And, you know, younger people are, are uh, discovering it, and there's a whole new generation of people listening to it. And that's just fantastic. Well, it's incredible to me that you guys received uh, these rejection letters from these labels. Did you run into any of those guys after the fact and, you know, just kind of, you know, say, hey, this could have been you, you know? Well, actually, 
Lenny Pizzi, who was the A&R guy at uh, Epic, the record label we ended up on, he actually had rejected us earlier. So he had a, a, a framed copy of the rejection letter he sent to us on his office on the wall <laughs> <laughs> to kind of point out to the other people on the way up there, you know, look, you know, everybody makes mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, when the second album came out, um, you know, even when you sell, you know, four, five, six million copies or whatever it was in the first month or so, is that kind of a letdown for you? I mean, I know that seems weird to say considering most bands uh, would kill to have those kind of sales, but I, I can't imagine the kind of pressure you guys were under uh, for that second album. Well, you know, there, there was a lot of talk that the album was, wasn't as successful because it didn't sell as many copies, but my God, you know, it's millions of copies. And if the first album hadn't, happened and you know the second was our first record and we sold whatever it turned out to be like five million records that would have been fantastic so you know it's all relative well barry i know your time with boston you know it wasn't all that long in the grand scheme of things but you know at the time you guys really changed you know rock music as far as the direction and the sound you know even the presentation of what rock shows look like on stage i mean that's got to be pretty cool for you to kind of look back and think about those days well, you know, I, I still have people come up to me and, and recall the first time they heard a Boston song. You know, I was cruising in my Camaro with the 8-track on and, and long time <laughs> came on that guitar solo. I, I remember that always, you know. Those kind of stories, you know, uh, great to hear. It's great to hear that that had such an effect on people and even 40 years later, they're, they're st still thinking about it. Well, you did a lot of great stuff after that, of course. You know, your solo album, your stuff with RTZ, as you mentioned. I saw um, the Return to Zero album is even back on iTunes now. Uh, yeah, it was uh, picked up by an uh, English uh, label. Um, they they have both my Orion Hunter album and uh, the RTZ record. It's uh, they're called uh, Rock Candy Music over in England. Uh, and they, they re-released uh, both of those records. Yeah, I have seen a lot of people over the years um, kind of stumble upon, you know, some of your later work, uh, you know, not realizing, I guess it kind of gets swept up, you know, under the Boston rug maybe, but, the, you know, they find it and they realize, you know, these are some real sleeper albums that they've been missing out on. So that's great that they're back out there. Uh, yeah, I mentioned also that they, they also have the rights to my uh, solo record, uh, speaking of something that a lot of people discovered way after the fact <laughs> you know, I, I still have people say uh, uh, you know I came across your solo record on the internet or you know stumbled on a song somewhere and uh, you know really they, they, they really love it uh, it's great that people are still listening all these years later definitely well I know you mentioned uh, some of the guys in um, Engine Room or playing with you back in the RTZ days and that new album, The Road, is just out. Is there anything else maybe you're working on, Barry, that we should be looking out for? Well, we're putting all our energy into putting our live show together to go out and uh, promote the record. Uh, you know, that's my top priority. I'm also in an all-star band, the, the American Vinyl All-Star Band, uh, with Skunk Baxter and uh, a bunch of other uh, uh, really famous uh, musicians and, and we play from time to time uh, mostly charity work we have we've got something coming up this summer so uh, you know i've got a few other things going but uh, the engine room is definitely my 
top priority. Awesome. Well, it's great that uh, the album is out there now for the fans. And like everybody else, I'm a huge fan of your work, and it's great to be speaking with you today. Thank you so much for your time. You got it. Happy to do it. All Check right. us out, BarryGoodEarthEngineRoom.com. <laughs> Excellent. Well, dude, thanks a lot, Barry. All right. You got it. Bye. And again, that was the one and only Barry Goodrow of Boston and now Barry Goodrow's Engine Room, their new album, The Road is available now.
Hello, everybody out there in Radio Land. This is Steve Almond from the Suicide Commandos, and you are listening to The Five Count. Dig it.
Hi, this is Slim Jim Phantom. I'm a rockabilly rebel, and I'm a strutting stray cat, and this is the five count.
Moms love Boston, ton. Moms love ton. Moms love Boston. Therefore, this show is probably the best gift you could give to that special mom someone out there. Oh yeah. Oh, wake up, ton. Dude, I'm so awake. Hey, we're back. Welcome back to the five count. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was our exclusive interview with Barry Goudreau. Really good. Formerly of Boston. That was side one of Boston by Boston. That's awesome. Moms love Boston. Yes, dude. You know what you can get your mom for Mother's Day? The new album from Barry Goudreau's engine room called The Road. The Road. Nice. Mom would love it. Yeah, pick it up. Or get her tons autograph. Yeah, She probably already has that, but, you know, you could always use a spare. You know, put it in the bathroom or something. Put it right in the bathroom. So you can just, like, sit and look at it. Get it tattooed on you for life. Put it in the visor in your car so when no one's looking, you can flip it down. and Instead of watching the road, you can gaze right into Tun's eyes. Ooh, that would be something. Wouldn't that be something? That's a gift that keeps on giving. It really does. Wow. Tun, thank you so much for being here on this Mother's Day weekend. Thanks for having me. We're playing a lot of Boston. Played some songs for your mom earlier. Tun said a lot of nice things about your mom in particular. Yeah, you. Oh, yes. He's talking to your mom right now. You can find us on thefivecount.com in case you missed it. There's like probably 10 other Mother's Day shows up there. You can just listen to them all day on Sunday. Moms love that sort of thing. They love extra Mother's Day editions, right? They love that. And then when Ton comes over later, and you know he's going to, it'll be like the extra special. Just so excited about listening to Ton, and then... You turn around, and there he is. Icing on the cake right there. Hey, I think Tun's, um, maybe he's on in the kitchen. Why don't we go check it out? Ho, ho! Ho, You know, just just make a whole day of it. Who in that scenario actually says ho, ho? Does Is it me? Am yeah. I like, hey, hey, ho, ho! <laughs> That's kind of your go-to line, isn't it? It kind of is, yeah. You and Santa, I guess. Yeah. I now do a clap and point for some reason. I've been doing that. Hey, hey, oh, hey. Clap, point. Man, you just get stranger and yeah. stranger as you age. People love it, though. They love it. I did it. I <laughs> okay, I will tell this quick story. I was at work walking down the hall, and there's very long hallways where I work, and I'm walking down this hallway, and I looked way down the hallway, and I noticed a dude down there. And this dude from this far of a distance looked very similar to a coworker of mine, but it turns out it was not at all that coworker. But I, of course, did a clap point and hey, hey, and pointed at him, even though at this distance he couldn't even hear the hey, hey, probably. Dude, 100% clapped, pointed back at me. And then I put my arms out like, yeah, buddy. And he did it back. And we got closer and closer and realized we had no idea who each other was. Didn't never knew each other, (laughs) never talked. But we just had a little bro moment right there, dude. It was awesome. Ton. What a guy. I don't know if uh, a lot of you out there realize, but Ton is actually slowly. And as he ages, not so slowly morphing into Rex Manning. Really? (laughs) Think about that. <laughs> really? Ton doesn't know who that is, so we'll move on. All right. 
Actually, why don't we move backwards, Ton? You know what I'm saying? Let's move backwards. Just think about exactly what it is I'm trying to set up for you. Think real hard and think about what's going to happen right now. We're going to go like back 10 years in five count history? Well, this is the part of the program where we go back 10 years in five count history. So, yes. Awesome. You were right, Ton. As always. May 7th, 2011. Guess what? Mother's Day. 10 years ago. Isn't that funny how it keeps falling around that same time of year? <laughs> Very hilarious, yes. Well, Ton, it was me and you celebrating Mother's Day. We had an exclusive interview with actress Mink Stoll. Oh, yeah. Remember that show? Yeah. Mink Stoll is in all the John Waters films, you know, like yep. Pink Flamingos and Hairspray, Cry Baby, Female Trouble. Yeah, super interesting person. Polyester. Serial mom. Yeah, dude. I think every film John Waters has done. Which is very cool. Uh, During the show, she talked about, you know, those films and why she hates nuns. And then told us a story about the time John Waters wanted to set her head on fire. That was something, wasn't it? That was a show for the moms. What a time. Well, it was uh, 10 years ago. Actually, it was that time, Ton. In five-count history, I mean. That was a good show. Mink stole. And then, we've actually had John Waters on this show as well. Yeah. Maybe you want to go check that out. Very cool. It's at thefivecount.com and on YouTube and that kind of thing. You know, we are very diverse. I just want to say that. You think so? Yeah. You know, Ton, uh, I don't know if that's a thing that we do consciously i think we just you are such a complex man that you can't just like paint ton in a corner pigeonhole him stick him with some kind of genre or some kind of theme it won't work i think um i think there's actually a large amount of accuracy to that statement but i think it's also like you and i are both just open-minded dudes and we're interested in a lot of things and it just naturally happened that way but when I think about it now, the only reason why I'm thinking about it now is because for whatever reason right now within the media, there's like a lot of focus on all of that sort of thing. And uh, that probably explains why I'm very like meh about the whole situation. Because in my mind, it's not meh like it doesn't matter. It's more like meh. I've never thought against any of this, any persons or whatever, whatever you want to call any of it. I've never thought against any of it ever. I don't think I just like, why are we having a problem? Why? Why? Ton, I don't have a problem with you. Uh, yeah. Well, thank you. If that's what you're trying to say. Regardless of what you've heard. And by problem, I mean, like, why are we having issues with discrimination and prejudice and racism and stuff? Why why are we having those problems? Just like everybody, come on, man. Like, just come on. Yeah, what's your problem? What's the problem, dude? Just just play some, like, Boston or the Gap Band or whatever you're into and just, like, let's all just have a good time, dude. Let's dance it out. Have a good time. Yeah, that's what we would have done 10 years ago, I bet. Yeah. By the way, that was 10 years ago in five-count history. Awesome. Well, Ton, it's uh, you know it's weird times now, but at least we've always got that remaining constant. The fact that I am madly in love with your mom and the fact that the five-count is here to stay. Yes. Yes, those are both very constant. Probably should have just kept that 
first one to myself, but now that it's out there, I'll see you tomorrow at dinner. All right. Sounds good, man. Son, uh, it's been a great show. Can I tell you about another great show? Yeah, dude. One that you and I teamed up with recently. Yes, please tell the masses. There's a uh, YouTube channel out there. It's called Brian Reby Drives Electric. Yes. Sweeping the nation. <laughs> and uh, probably ready to blast off into the stratosphere or maybe severely lose most of the subscribers either way it's hard to say but we yeah. did a team up with that channel and uh it's out there right now on youtube we did he uh he does i mean on that particular channel he's doing a lot of videos about teslas he owns and drives a tesla day daily it's a tesla model y and uh, our kind of interaction there was um, a little bit of a riding review, like I drove the car and kind of gave my thoughts on it, I guess. I got car sick. And then we played the Tesla video games that are included with the car. And, uh, I mean, I haven't fully decided how to set those up or what, but you should see those sometime soon here on the Five Count Co-op. Well, we'll probably, we should probably post some of that. But some of that gameplay is already on Brian Reby Drives Electric on that channel. So it's kind of like hard for me to decide how to do that. It might be some double content or something. Or maybe I'll do some looser editing and that will be available on the Patreon, on our Patreon. Yeah, just throw the entire seven hours up on Patreon. I should actually message Brian... Uh, because I feel like I watched the video he posted and there was, and I feel like I watched it like a second time showing it to someone else and there was already editing done. Like he had re-edited it, making some of the gameplay shorter and, um, like excluding some of the heinous things that you said and, uh, which is tough. That's tough to edit around. Yeah. Because everything I say, for the most part, extremely offensive. Yeah, very, very offensive things. And so, you know, the people deserve to hear it, you know. I mean, your fans in particular love that sort of thing. Women in their 70s. Yeah, I'm a lightning rod for controversy and grandma love. You are, seriously, dude. I can't go anywhere with elderly people and not just be bombarded with questions about how much I know Dustin Wilness. I can't even, it's like I can't even do regular life. I can't even, I don't know, it's like, hey, how's it going? Oh, uh, you're that guy that knows Dusty, right? Oh, tell me all about it. Constant. Yeah, the problem is, Tom, that uh, eventually my fan base is going to be gone. Well, but in the meantime, Dust. So I really need to capitalize now. Do you have like a tour going on or something? Like, can you just tour the the various old folks' homes? And like, if you were to just make these women like cookies or something, maybe Rice Krispie bars, maybe you do like a cycled theme. Like one place gets Rice Krispie bars, the next place gets cookies, and then the next week you can alternate. Or lap dances. And you put the this little, uh, this little uh, G-strings. Put some red hots. Oh, red hots! <laughs> Put some red hots on the on the rice krispie bars. You know what I'm saying? We were going a different direction yeah. there. I think they would uh, they would appreciate that. I mean, whatever. Red hots, wink, wink. 
make him a part of your show. Red Hot's wink wink. I mean, I'm just saying, I don't know. Figure that out, would you? Give these ladies what they want. They're moms, too. Probably most of them. Red Hot's wink wink. <laughs> that was going to be the name of this show. Yeah. I feel like Red Hot's Wink Wink should be the name of a band that we put together that plays for your show for the elderly ladies. Can we wear... Dusted Wilmis and the Red Hots! Can we wear tiny hats? Sure. Not on our heads? (laughs) Yes. That's all I ask. Dude, when you think about it, we're getting into the era where elderly people are really like us hippies oh. and like very liberal people who would be into that. Probably they would want that to be happening. We're getting out of that phase where it's all like super conservative elderly people. Well, if that's true and you want to send us a couple of red hot wink winks, feel free. We're online like Facebook and Twitter and all that junk. Yeah, go to the5count.com. There's links to all of it right there at the5count at gmail.com. You can email that. You can send pictures or like videos or text messages or voicemails to 507-519-2030. That's the 5-count hotline, 519-507-519-2030. Sorry, I got mixed up there. I forgot the area code, 507-519-2030. Call it, right. text it. Ton has so many phone numbers circling around in his brain, it's hard to keep them all straight. Yeah, I still have that for some weird reason. Just get a Rolodex. What's the problem? When I tell people, even like the like my fuel saver and the oh phone number, and I just rattle off a phone number. Even my own wife was impressed because it was her phone number to her cell phone, and I just said the number, and she was what? I don't even remember that most of the time. Is that my number? Yes, it's your... What do you mean? That's the number. I don't have the little card, so I know your phone number. What's happening here? Ton, I know what's happening. You're not making much sense, but we do have side B of Boston's Boston. I love that idea. We had Barry Goodrow on the show. Amazing. In case you're just joining us, you really blew it. You did. You blew it big time. You might want to go back and re-listen to the first half of the show. Because right now, it's time for a song about a rock and roll band. Uh, that being Boston. Love it. And we'll be back after this. Tell your mom.
Hey everybody, this is Brad Gillis from Night Ranger, and you're listening to the Five Count right here, right now.
Hey, it's Chris Ballou. Although you may know me as Casper Baby Pants if you have tiny children, or if you are a tiny child, and if you are a tiny child, it makes sense because you're listening to The Five Count. Run, baby, run. Run, 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 run.
And we're back. Hey, Ton has two different sized ear holes. I bet you didn't know that. <laughs> just found that out during the musical break. Well, Dusty says he has tiny ear holes, and I just had no idea that your ear holes were so tiny. They're probably regular size. You just trying to make you feel better. Just make sure you keep them clean, dude, because you could get wax build up, and you just wouldn't even be able to hear. Listen, Ton, you're an ear hole, and I'm sick of this. I got one really sloppy ear hole. <laughs> And then one that's, like, too small. Uh, one that's, like, so small, if you try to put a Q-tip in there, it hurts. Well, done. Um, That was Boston. Yes! In case you were wondering. That's a song that Ton always sings to your mom. It was called, Let Me Take You Home Tonight. Oh, yeah. Your mama. Now it's all right. That's a classic. It's Mother's Day, Ton. And Barry Goudreau from Boston was on the program. Ton's about to blow a gasket. Oh. You're right there. Didn't do it. That was weird. That was off. like a weird cartoon thing where Ton put his finger under his nose and then didn't sneeze. Yeah, I waved it off, dude. That is the that is like professionalism. If you wouldn't have said anything, no one would have known. It's freaking goofy, is what it was. It's not goofy. It's a pro move, Dust. Doing live radio all these years, I've realized that I can control it. I can say, you know what? You're not sneezing. You're not doing that right now. Listen, Ton, I didn't make it as long as I have and as far as I have making pro moves. How did you do it? (laughs) How did you do it then? Just dumb luck. (laughs) And I'm I'm very punctual and I have a horrible time slot. Dude, you are very punctual, actually. That's like one of your major attributes. Thank you. Really, it is. Wow. Wow. So, I'm like not. I'm, I don't think that I'm like a late. I'm not like one of those super late guys. Yeah, you don't think that, but. <laughs> but I am totally like way looser on all of that. And it's not even that I want to be late or anything. It's just that my whole attitude is kind of like, eh, like it's fine. Like things are fine. Yeah, no resentment on my end fashionably late ton uh don't be fashionably late to join us on patreon oh man could you imagine what a wonderful mother's day gift that would make for that special mom out there access to our audio vault early access to all the shows and bonus shows and who knows what'll be on there there's a lot of pictures i think on there of you and your underpants yeah well you know that uh, all got migrated over from my old live journal yeah you could listen to the five count on Thursday morning. It starts as double denim and then strips down slowly from there to, to single denim. All right, just give them a teaser, Ton. Don't give them the whole thing. Yeah, man. But we can uh, join us. It's real real awesome and real cheap, oh, just like yeah. us. <laughs> real awesome and real cheap. You could watch the five count at the movies. We just had a movie we watched about bikinis. Yes, bikini shop, dude. Moms like that sort of thing, probably. It's, it's really a top-notch film. Well, it was something, that's for sure. We also have the five count co-op time. Did you know about that? I did know about that. It's a great show. We play old video games. Primarily, it's been NES, but there will be some videos up soon of us playing games in a Tesla, and I don't know if we're going to allow that to let us branch out. I don't know what you want to do, Dust, if you want to branch out, if you want to try, like, well, as Sega, you like Sega Genesis, games? as you explained to me off air, I'm afraid of branching out when it comes to everything. Dude, I thought we resolved that. 
we came to realize that we're the same way in different areas of life. And then I said, you know what? It's all right. I changed my mind and now I'm pissed. Uh, <laughs> now you're pissed. Hey. I mean, does somebody even care if we play Sega Genesis rather than Nintendo? Does anyone care at all about anything? Please let us know. 507-519-2030. That's the five count hotline. Hey, go to the five count.com and find all the stuff you need. It's all there. Go to YouTube and look up the five count and uh, check out the co-op videos and just be sure to like, subscribe, comment on all those videos. Let us know what you think of them. Go to Lori Dawn Ceramics and buy the five count medallion for that special someone. It's really good. Father's Day is coming up soon, too. That probably won't. We won't get anything for that. Get a ceramic lobster. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's been real good. I've been happy that we could be here and do this together, Dust. I appreciate you and all of your wonderful attributes, including being punctual. Thank you, Ton. Hey, go get Barry Goodrow's Engine Room's The Road. That album is out now. We got another big time doing type show next week, Ton, so you're going to want to bring your mom for that as well. Are you serious? Totes. I can't wait. Well, you'll have to. Till next week. See you later. I'll see ya. Here's the True Punks. Oh, yeah.